Blog Talk Radio.
up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports of Legend, along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Mo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, man. What's up? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Glad to have you on the show. Yeah, glad to be on, as usual. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming on the show. This is the Super Bowl Eve, uh, and I'm glad to have you all on on the show. On today's show, we'll, we'll, you know, give us our thoughts, our preview of the Super Bowl coming up between uh, the San Francisco 49ers and, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll also talk about the NBA trading deadline and the blockbuster move the Knicks uh, did to improve the, the, the bench. Uh, we'll also talk about the Royal Rumble that went down and the aftermath um, involving the Rock and the Cody Rhodes and, um, you know, Roman Reigns and so forth and so forth. Uh, so, you know, we'll talk about any of these topics and more. But, of course, uh, most importantly, if you want to talk about those aforementioned uh, topics and then some, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563 563- Nine 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 three five two nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics or more. We definitely would love to hear from you. Uh, but with that said, uh, yeah, before we go to to the Super Bowl, um, the, the Super Bowl preview, I, I just remembered something uh, um, that happened in in the world of entertainment. And then, if you remember, a few weeks ago. Um, I was telling you that um, Happy Days debuted 50 years ago um, this year. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, just recently, the the 50th anniversary of another popular uh, TV show, um, you know, debuted. It might have been on the 8th of February, if I'm not mistaken, 1974. But... um, I'll give you, I'll give you, let's see, three guesses to figure out what it is. Wait, what, what was the question again? You said that there was another show that debuted around the same time as Happy Days? Yep. What was the year? 1974. Need I say more? 1974. Wow. Mm-hmm. This was a sitcom. Yes, it's a sitcom. Didn't you? I might have sworn you you gave you gave this answer already. I might have, but let's see if your your memory is good. Uh, didn't you say? Didn't you say it was uh, one of the either? I think you said it was good times. No. Could be. Is that one of your guesses that you want to give? Uh, I think yeah. I think you already gave the answer. Good times. Is that, is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. Let's see if you're right. Here's here's the the answer. Keep me 
I believe I I I believe that was my first guess um when you originally asked the question a couple of weeks but, ago and then you said it was happy days I believe. Well, yes, it was happy it was happy days. Yeah. But now yep, it is um yep, the the good times anniversary just uh popped up a few days ago. So, two iconic shows. Yep. Debuted in 1974, which is also a sad thing to say that um, Happy Days and Good Times <laughs> was even. It, it's been so long the Knicks haven't won a championship that even Good Times and Happy Days didn't even debut. But I guess we'll we'll get more into the, uh, the Knicks talk mom, uh, momentarily. But yeah, it's uh you know I guess since we're talking about, it, might as well. Uh, talk about it a little bit. I mean, it was a very iconic show. This was like the first show where, you know, you have a, a black nuclear family um, even though um, apparently uh, Norman Lear didn't want wanted it to be uh, just, you know, Florida, Evan, Florida Evans character, you know, played by Esther Rowe to be a single mom. But, uh, you know, she, she felt like um, it would be a good image for, you know, um, you know, a for there to be a, a a home where there's a a black father, black mother, you know, who love their kids and no matter what situation they go through, you know, they provide for their families and you know, they have that loving bond with each other. So that show, you know, was very iconic. It was a loosely based spin-off of Maud cuz uh B Arthur's character debuted on All in the Family, so you know, all these iconic shows, uh, you know, Good Times, All in the Family, um, The Jeffersons, I mean, the Maud, all those iconic shows were all, you know, under that um, All in the Family slash Norman Lear umbrella, you know, so another iconic show. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, go from one iconic show to hopefully an iconic sporting event uh, tomorrow. And, of course, we're talking about uh, this year's upcoming Super Bowl. You excited for it? Oh, yeah. I'm uh, Well, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm about to say, you're right, man. I know you're not excited. The Giants is not in there. I mean, this is the second time we're seeing these two game, these two teams play mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl, and I could care less about either team. But I guess I'll root for the 49ers since they are the NFC, and I don't want to see the Sheets win another championship. So I guess I'll be rooting for the Niners, but really don't care less. For, these two teams could be both disqualified for all I care. <laughs> hey, man, uh... Uh, what can I say? When you're right, you're right. I mean, normally I'd be rooting for, you know, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes since he's technically a, a, a Mets fan, even though, you know, he he recently admitted that the, the Mets is his third best team, his third favorite baseball team. Make that make sense. I think, yeah. he, said the, the, I think he said the Royals and maybe the Rangers. The Rangers might be the second team he said. I Don't quote me on it, but I think he was saying that the, the Royals – Possibly the Rangers, and then the Mets is his third favorite team. Like so, to me, um, I, yeah, I saw this on a, uh, I think on the TV show on a radio show maybe. They they posed a question like, um, 
is it possible for you to have am I asking why? Um baseball night in New York probably. But yeah, they, they were asking, um, like if you is it possible for you to have, you know, multiple favorite teams in the same sport? What's your thought? I'll give you my thoughts after that. Multiple favorite teams in the same sport? In the same sport. No, I don't think that's I, – I, I couldn't do it. I mean, that that's that shows that you're not committed. <laughs> and you're not really a diehard you're, – you're, you don't have a allegiance. You have allegiance to more than one team, which shows that you're a bandwagon fan, I guess. What do you th- what do you think I'm gonna say? Um, just Why you gonna say I'm the gonna, same thing. You don't right? I, I'm gonna say the same thing because the whole point of being a, a diehard fan is that you support your team win or lose or draw. You don't have you don't have you know multiple teams, multiple yeah, favorite no teams in the same. Like so, if they face each other, like the 2015 World Series, Royals versus the Mets. Well, who are you going to root for? That's that's your you right there. Whoever you going to root for, if you have to choose between one or the other, who are you going to root for? That's that's who you that's your team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could say, oh, you know, since this team is in my division or not my division in my league, maybe I root for them casually, but or you know, I'm a transplanted New Yorker. You know, I'm in Florida, but you know, I'm still. You know, okay, I'll go to the 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 devil, the the Rays or the Marlin games, but I'm still a Yankee slash Met fan or whatever. I mean, you could kind of understand that, like you moved and you kind of stick with your team, but you're not really into the other team. But it's, it's like, but but in that sense, you're not even really a fan. You're you're you. It, there's no such thing as being a a diehard a diehearted fan with multiple teams in the same sport. Like it just it just doesn't fit. It yeah. don't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just literally doesn't make sense. It's it's laughable. It's laughable. I mean, but this is the this is the era that we live in where they create the word frenemies. Like back in the days you either had friends or you had enemies. You you had no frenemies, like you you can't be my friend and my enemy at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like yeah. being a married bachelor. Like it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like it, it it can't even be an oxymoron. It, I mean it it's literally like it literally it, it can't make it, it it doesn't it's it's illogical. Like I mean come on like, but well, we can spend a whole day talking about that. But yeah, let's let's get um back on track here. And I, I agree with you, man. Like, uh, normally, I'd, like I said, you know, normally I'd be rooting for the Chiefs because they were, they were kind of like the Red Sox of the, the you know, the, the early 2000s. You know, they were like the underdog kind of team that, you know, kind of, you know, rise. Or, or the Warriors with, with Steph Curry. You know, they were a team on the rise. They win their first championship. You're rooting for them because that team never won anything or haven't won in a long time. But then they become what what you hate. They become that evil empire type team, and they start winning, and you know they start feeling themselves. So it's like, man, this is all hat. You guys already won so many times already. So it's like, yeah. you know, it doesn't it doesn't have that flavor anymore. You're not the underdogs anymore. Like, there's no point. The only way I could root for a team that's a dynasty like that, or 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 a pseudo dynasty, is if it's my little team that I root for. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't have that problem because I've never seen any of my teams win in the past 30, 40, 50, 50 plus years. So I, I'm just assuming how I would feel about that because unfortunately, I don't know that feeling. You would have that feeling, but <laughs> I don't. Yeah, my team's have one, one more, more than your team. Cute, cute violins. Oh, well, I guess I'll go another 50 years without my team winning a championship. <laughs> well, at least, hey, at least uh, we both root for the Knicks, and the Knicks look like they are in the right track of possibly contending for a title this year and and in future years. Yeah, and we, yeah, we're going to shift gifts to that momentarily, but... uh. Okay, who do you think's going to win? Do you think uh, the San Francisco 49ers or the Kansas City Swifties? I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you think is going to win, win this uh, uh, you Super know, Bowl? I, I, I want to root for the 49ers to win, but I think Chiefs are going to win it, unfortunately. Man, you, you you read my script. I mean, so far we, we've been on the same wavelength so far today, man. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, 49ers, they haven't won since the Joe Montana era. Um, so yeah, they, they're, they know a thing or two about winning a lot, you know, um, you know, in the, the, the 20th century, you know, um, but yeah, they haven't won in a long time. They've had a couple of Super Bowl appearances recently, um, but they haven't, uh, won the big one in like decades. Um, and then you had the, the Chiefs who, you know, prior to um, you know, Pat Mahomes, uh Patrick Mahomes I should say, uh, they didn't win um until like fifty years ago, like what it was in nineteen seventy. And then afterwards, uh now um now um Mahomes is trying to win I think for the third third in the third out of five years if I'm not mistaken. So Yeah. Yep. You know, what can you say? I think I think Mahomes is going to win it again. And then, of course, now Mahomes this year for the first time ever, he's he's being sidelined not only by his Kelsey, but, of course, his um his girl right now, uh, Taylor Swift. And, um, you know, I mean, the good thing is, you know, you're going to have a lot of eyeballs, you know, you know watching the game. Um, and actually, you might stick around and watch the whole game because, Normally, you know, people, you know, the people who are who are not diehard football fans, they they come for the for the um, halftime, see who's performing, and then who who's the celebrities in the you know in the stands, and then after the halftime show's over, they just you know go to sleep or or leave the Super Bowl parties and you know just do whatever they want to do, you know, but now there's a vested interest in. Uh, who wins the Super Bowl, you know, because they want to see Taylor Swift's reaction, you know, if her man wins, which most likely he will win another one uh, tomorrow night. So, yeah, and then plus it's going to be in Las Vegas, um, Allegiant Field, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it should be uh, should, very interesting. Should, should be a lot of viewers tuning in for that game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like you said, not only for the game itself, but for Taylor Swift. Yep, and how many reactions they're gonna show of her? Yeah. So yeah, def it, it, you you could mark it down. Chiefs is definitely gonna win it. 
Chiefs is de- Chiefs is definitely going to win. And if and if uh, you know the Chiefs win, would that would that count? Would that be considered an EGOT for um, Taylor Swift? You know, because you know she you know she's gonna get a Grammy. She's gonna get a I would assume eventually an Oscar at one point. You know, an Oscar. <laughs> I don't know, you know about that. We'll see. You never know. You never know. She, it's she's possible. Done, it's done possible. some movies. Maybe pop up on a uh, on a popular show. They revive Modern Family, a, a show that's like very mainstream and popular. Maybe Abbott Elementary. Who knows? Maybe she might pop Maybe. up on the show, and you'll get that Emmy that way. So who knows? She is, so she would need to win an Emmy and an Oscar and a Tony. Hey, she's a singer. She can go on Broadway. Get the Tony right there. It's possible. Hey, you never know. And maybe maybe Travis Kelsey might win the the MVP award, but uh, I doubt it with Mahomes. So who knows? But yeah, as long as he get another ring, I guess that's all that matters. Yeah. And it who knows? Tomorrow. He might get a ring tomorrow, and who knows? She might get a ring tomorrow in the post game ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> Could happen. You know, before if I was actually right, people were gonna be like, "Yo, Will's in the know, man. He knows, man. He, he you know, he's cool with them. He's rubbing shoulders with them. He gave them the the inside scoop." And it might fly you down there and make hey, you the hey, best you man. Don't know. Maybe you know. But uh, maybe but, you might be the pastor <laughs> to that wedding. You never know. You, you hey, if you 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 breathe the ring bearer, I'll do it. <laughs> They're gonna be getting a lot of rings tomorrow, so you know they might need someone to pass you the the, the ring and the this uh, Barty trophy. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not qualified because uh, you know my team hasn't won a, a you know a Vince Lombardi trophy in like since 19 was 1969. So yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so. But um, yeah, um, should be interesting. Um, Super Bowl, even though neither of us has a vested interest since the Giants or the Jets aren't in there, so team win. But um, switching gears, the Knicks is back, man. The Knicks is back. You know, definitely are. And unfortunately, the 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 uh, injury bug is is you know with them as well, but. The Knicks, man, they pull up a blockbuster move uh, on Thursday afternoon. They uh, they acquired uh, Boyan Bagnanovich. <laughs> Forgive me if I butcher his name. Um, and of course, an old friend of ours. Uh, oh, I should say Alec Bagnanovich, Burks. and then of course Alec Burks, uh, the former. Now he's a two-time Nick. Um, with a trade for for um you know with the Pistons, um we we traded away Grimes, we traded away Fournier, who can now you know leave the witness protection agency from Tom Thibodeau because Tom Thibodeau don't want to didn't want to use them I think only in three games this whole year. Um, well, now he gets to now he gets to go play somewhere else and maybe start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw I heard I heard doesn't know he might um, sign with the Magic because uh, I think he got waived or he's about to get waived from uh, oh, really? Toronto. 
So I heard there's rumors he might he might sign with the Magic. Um, I don't know if that's official yet or if that's just a rumor. Um, well, he's familiar with that organization since he uh, put, he's played with them. Mm-hmm. Well, who, who, oh yeah, Flynn, Malachi Flynn. He got uh he got traded um, uh, you know we got him from the 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 um trade. And oh yeah, we traded um Ryan Arciado, however you pronounce it, the guy's name. You know he used to be on, you know Brunson and and Hart and uh, you know uh, Villanova team. Uh, he got traded there, and most importantly, most importantly, the Knicks only gave up two second round picks. So Knicks still have about what eight eight first round picks. And uh, you know they they didn't lose any of them, so that's good. Ba- so you know basically, this will give them this will um put them in a prime position for the off season if you know a disgruntled superstar wants to get traded to the Knicks, and if uh, you know God willing Knicks can get to the NBA Finals, <laughs> hopefully win it, you know you know against all the odds, um. You know, this will uh, increase the chances of uh, the Knicks getting a final, the final piece of the puzzle, and um, finally ending this drought. Yeah, well, we definitely need to get healthy right now because right now we have a lot of guys out. A lot of our big guys, uh, Hartenstein is out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Robinson that's still out. Uh, oh, Geno- uh, Ananobi, he, he got surgery. Yeah, and of course Randall. So we need to be, we need to get our full roster back so that way we can even think about going to the NBA Finals right now. Mm-hmm. But I do I like see. the trades. I do like us getting uh, Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. You know, he I think he he can shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they're trip, double or triple team in Brunson, um, now Brunson has another weapon to kick it out to, mm-hmm. to from the from the outside. So I think uh, Bondanovich is going to bring more scoring to this team. But we need some of the other guys back so that way we can uh, be at full strength. Because tonight against the Pacers, you saw that we were missing some scoring and missing some defense. Yep. And, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, Brunson finally came back uh, from missing, what was it, a game or two, um, but, you know, because of the injury, the ankle injury. And um, you know we lost the, the the Mavericks as a result, and uh, Brunson returned, scored 39 points. Um, you know he was, um, you know he, you know he he did all he could, but unfortunately it wasn't enough. Uh, Burks, you know, usually scored 12 points a game so far this year. He scored 22 points. And then Bog, uh, Bogdanovich in his Nick debut, uh, he scored he scored only 11. Uh, for the season, he he was average with the Pistons. He was averaging 20 points, and uh, but you know he um, he scored 11 um, off the bench, and um, you know you know the Knicks ha- have to rebound because uh, t- on uh, Monday night they're gonna be. Um, on the road against the Houston Rockets, a team we're very familiar with in the NBA Finals in '94, um, and uh, the tip-off is going to be at eight o'clock. 
and the Knicks are going to try to bounce back. And uh, like you say, I like the the move that they did. You know, obviously it's not, you know, a star player, you know, like um, DeJounte Murray or Donovan Mitchell, as we've been hearing throughout this whole um, season. But this move, you know, is a step in the right direction. It improves the the um, the bench. You know, you got uh, Bogdanovich who could uh, start if they choose to, and in in the absence of you know Anunoby and uh, and uh, Randall in you know from the lineup. Uh, today's game, they had uh, uh, Taj Gibson who's who signed a second ten day contract uh, with the Knicks. Uh, he started in place uh, of, uh, you know, the guys who are out, you know, instead of Bogdanovich. But, um, yeah, unfortunately the Knicks lost 125 to 111 um, at the Garden. So um, Knicks are going to try to rebound, um, you know, on Monday night in Houston. So, you know, we'll see what happened with that. And, uh, you know, congrats to um, Jalen Brunson finally becoming an all-star. Yeah, congrats. Um, long, long overdue, you know. So, um, yeah, man, um, it's going to be it's gonna be exciting. The all-star game is going to be exciting. It's going to be Brunson's going to have his first all-star, um, you know, um, his all-star debut. Randall, I mean, Randall's hurt. You know, he got named to his his um, third out of, I think, five years All-Star game. So congrats to him. Um, also, Brunson's yeah. going to be in the three-point contest as well. Oh, yes, that's true. So, yeah, congrats to him. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, and the East, East and the West, you know, uh, you know, is back. You know, in the All-Star game, East or East versus West teams are back instead of Team LeBron versus Team Giannis or or Team Curry versus Team LeBron, even though they're in the same league. Like, I mean, I, I to me, it was always a dumb idea because it's like you're putting star players above the, the league, you know. You, you're supposed to play for pride. You're not supposed to play, you know, just to impress the two top players of the of the team. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it just never it never made sense to me because when you're yeah. on an all star game it's like it doesn't matter how great of a player you are, it's like you gotta play the team sport and play with right. your teams. Yeah. But the whole thing, Team LeBron versus Team Giannis or Team LeBron versus Team Um uh, Curry, it's like you essentially have two West Coast teams facing each other. With a mismatch of of certain conference and Western Conference players on each other's teams, like it it just didn't it just didn't make any sense. I know the players bounce around all over the place, so there's no there's no um like real um you know league uh, loyalty you know as it was in the past back in the days when you know teams didn't create these super teams and teams literally you know like you know, fought to the nail against teams and had legit rivalries, you know, instead of saying, hey, you know, this team eliminated me in the playoffs. You know what? I'm going to sign with the Warriors next year. You know what I mean? Like, 
or, or you know, you get your butt kicked, kicked around with the team you grew up, your hometown team. So you're like, you know what? I'm taking my talent to South Beach. It's like, you know, it's like, come on. Just stop. Stop, you know, like creating all these super teams, you know. It should be a last result. Yeah. Resort, I, I should say. And I think if I rem- I think I saw something yesterday. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to read the article. But I think I read somewhere that uh, John Stockton, you know, accused LeBron of, um, you know, title chasing. You know, because you know instead of Jordan and and players like him back in the days, you know, they stick with their team and you know they try to you know win a t- bring a title to them. It said LeBron, you know, he just bounced around all over the place, you know, just to the title chase. You know what I mean? But I yeah, mean, it's just a, a new era. It's just a new era. Like, yeah, he's got a point. I mean, if you look at the players LeBron has played with, um, he's played with everybody. Miami, he had Bosch and Wade, mm-hmm. Ray Allen, um, he yeah, Shaq. Shaq yeah. in uh in Cleveland. Yeah, but he didn't win with Shaq. I'm talking about well, as far as winning a championship, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, the super teams that he had. Kyrie. Um, you got Kyrie. Kyrie. He had Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Um, J.R. Smith. Um, now in the Lakers, when he won the championship, he had the AD. Uh, AD. Um, who else was on that team? Was someone else on that team also? I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but. I mean, he but, always yeah, you has get the help. Picture. He yeah. always has help. Yeah. For the top guy, you know, on his team, I mean, obviously you need help. I mean, you can't win a title by yourself, but, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's 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 inorganic. You know, it's like, even this conversation, oh, my goodness, the Lakers aren't doing good. Who who did who the Lakers guy get to help LeBron? Like, he's LeBron James. Like, and I said that, and I said this years ago. I said this years ago, um, uh, on this show, Sports Urban Legend, and even on the YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV, when I said basically, like, you know, people people were saying, like, oh, oh you know, oh, LeBron's not going to win a title. And I'm like, and, I, and this was before he won the title. I said, uh, and, and I have the receipt to prove it, that I said, like, even in Cleveland, he, he could get players to come over, to go over to him. So, him going to the Lakers, which is essentially the the Yankees of basketball in the Western Conference, they can get anybody. The Lakers have a history of getting the best players, especially centers, superstar players that come to them. And LeBron had a history of getting star players to come to him, even in Cleveland. And this was even before the the super team in Miami. So, so to me, like, it, you know, what I mean, like, it just. It, it it was a dumb argument to say, oh, they can't win a championship, or he can't get no stars to come over to to the Lakers. And I and I said this before they even won it that year. And and but hey, what can you say? I I can say that I have the receipts to prove that what I said. But um, yeah, hopefully um, oh yeah, you just rem- I just remember something too. So, yeah, the Lakers snapped the Knicks' winning streak, you know, the nine-game winning streak. And after the game, you know, LeBron James was wearing a, a Knicks towel. Some people were saying that, 
you know, he was trying to send the the Lakers a, a, a subliminal message of saying, oh, you know, you better, you know, make some moves in the trading deadline, which they didn't, or he's going to go to the Knicks potentially. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think it was just coincidence he put the towel, or do you think he was trying to send a message? No. Um, I mean, I see him with a towel on his shoulder after most games, so I don't think that was anything. Maybe they were, maybe it was just him just getting – just warming himself out after the game, you know, because he was sweaty. Well, what about that? You know, I don't think it was uh, – he was trying to send a message to the Lakers front office. I mean, I just think uh, people people look a little too deep into things sometimes when it doesn't mean anything. Do why he just take a Laker, uh, take Laker, take a Laker one or one with no name on it? Was was there Laker? I don't, I don't even know if there was Laker towels there. Were there? I mean, you I know, mean, they were they were playing in the garden, I think. I know. Yeah, I know he was playing in the garden, and I'm I'm pretty sure that whoever in the garden gave him the the thing, and he you know he used it. But like I, I don't know. I I just think it's that we people look into too deep into things. I don't I don't make a big deal of it. I don't think it was uh, him trying to send a message to the Lakers. The Lakers also by breaking news by the way. Um, it looks like um, um, what's his name is going to the Lakers. Um, uh, Dimwitty. Dimwitty is going to Lakers. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah, a good pickup. That. Mm-hmm. That's a good pickup. After you got traded away from the Nets. So that will add some um, scoring to the Lakers. Much needed mm-hmm. scoring to that team. Definitely. And then uh, shifting gears to the Nets briefly. Uh, the Nets, they they uh, um, they beat the Spurs. And as a res- result of their 123-103 victory, uh, the the Spurs um, have a seven game losing streak. Um, Cam Thomas uh, he has twenty five had twenty five points in the victory. Dennis Schroeder um, in his debut had a double double for the the Nets uh, when he scored fifteen points to go along with twelve assists. And uh, they defeat the Wimbayama, you know um, the rookie. Um, even though the, the, even though the rookie had like, I think what was it was at 20, 21 points or so, 21 points and only four rebounds, even though he's seven foot three, like, like, uh, how do you, how do you have, how do you just score? How do you only have four rebounds and you're seven foot three? <laughs> like, uh, you, you tripping, you're going to, you're going to pick up five rebounds. How do you, mm-hmm. how do you only have four rebounds in a, in a game? Yeah, <laughs> unless you're playing against Shaq or something, like <laughs> how you only have four rebounds? That's embarrassing, man. Or in the words of Charles Barkley, man, man, that's terrible. That's terrible. Like seriously, how you only have four rebounds? <laughs> no wonder you lost. <laughs> you got your center, your seven foot three center only. Grabbing four boards in the in the game, not four offensive rebounds, four rebounds in total. Yeah, and 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 another and the, the previous game he only had one rebound in, against Orlando. Yeah, that's not good. Nah, man, come on, man. This guy's. I'm sorry, man. This guy's overrated. 
how you how you gonna be a seven foot three center and you only have you have four rebounds in in a loss and in the game prior to that against Orlando you only have one rebound like nah man come on bro you 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 got to do better than that even I could get even I could get a more a re, more than a rebound if I play in the NBA yeah he's got definitely gonna have to improve his rebounding for sure nah man come on. Well, I think uh, you know he he has room to improve. You know he's he you know he's twenty years old. He should he'll bulk up a little bit more, and he'll so he'll get better as far as rebounding and defense. So I mean, he has a long way to go, but he's he has potential. Yeah, definitely. He he definitely has the potential, especially scoring wise. But yeah, man, defense and rebounding is all about effort, man. You 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 got to stuff with your game, rebounding yeah. wise. Well, rebounding, you know, it's not about being tall or it's not being about being jump. It's not jumping. Up. It's just boxing it sure out. It, it's boxing out. You yeah. gotta put you gotta put yourself in the right position to grab the rebounds. Right. Exactly. Even small guards will get rebounds over big guys. You know? Exactly. That's exactly my point. Yeah, he definitely got stuck over in that in that category. But um, yeah, shifting gears. Um, but he is averaging ten rebounds for the season. <laughs> what do you think? He's averaging ten rebounds for the season. It looks like so. Maybe those the, those two other games were just. Off games for him. Let me let me let me let me see that. Yeah, I see his season average is ten rebounds a game. All right, well then I then I then I stand corrected. You know, <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, you, I guess he had off days, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh... So yeah, okay. Well, I can admit when I'm wrong. Uh, let's see. Yeah, ten. You're right. Ten. So yeah, he he's averaging twenty two two point three points a game. And, and you also call him overrated. You gotta you gotta watch I your words sometimes. Well, I didn't say he's overrated. You well, you said you think he might be overrated or something like that. You said I didn't say he was over. When I, did I say he was overrated? No, you said you think he might be over or something. You said something like that. You well, said. if well if I said that, then I mean you know my bad. You know, because <laughs> having one rebound and having three rebounds a game, you know, per game, and you send for three is is a that's a bad look. But you know, I, hey, I can I can say I'm wrong. I, I can't well, remember. On the season, he's averaging twenty points, ten rebounds, and three blocks. That's okay. a, that's that's and really good. Those are good numbers. So he's he's living up to the hype. Yeah. Like, so okay, well I'm wrong, and hey, it's good to be wrong sometimes. And, and hey, I give you credit for 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 checking, so we can make sure we get it right. Because we gotta better we get it right than yeah. I'm just saying stuff and I'm 100 percent wrong. So you know, props to you for um, double checking, making sure. Oh yeah. So again, my bad, Victor Wamiyama. You did have a couple of bad games, rebounding wise, but overall, I mean. You've been great, so props to you. 
But um yeah, let's shift let's shift gears. Um Yeah, the Royal Rumble, man. What's your what's your thoughts on it? Uh well, it was a it was a good Royal Rumble. Uh could have been better. Um I mean the the it, it just it wasn't there wasn't any special surprises this year that really stood out to me. Usually there is, but this year there wasn't. And I feel like um, the main event, the championship match should have been at the end. It shouldn't mm-hmm. have been at the beginning of the show like that. Yeah, I don't know what, what they were thinking. Started off with the – well, did the female World Rumble start first? I'm thinking it, yeah, it did start the, first, right? The women's World Rumble started first. Yeah, okay, so um, that was perfect. That was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was that was a great decision with that. Um, but then they had the then they had the championship match, the fatal mm-hmm. four way, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, LA Knight, Randy Orton. That should have ended the show. It, or it could have been the second to last match before the men's Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Or in WWE's mentality they probably would have had the, the United States title Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens match. Sandwich in between both matches. Yeah. You know, but yeah, if it was me, I would have definitely had um, Cody. I would have had um, the the Royal Rumble match. You, you it's it, you know you could debate either one, Royal Rumble or the um, you know the title match. I I guess since it's the Royal Rumble event, I guess you could put the Royal Rumble uh, at the end like they did. But then you have the title Roman Reigns match because you know most likely that, that he's not gonna lose the title um, at Royal Rumble anyway. So there's no there's no suspense in that sense. So yeah. that should have been the second to last match. Then you could have had the Logan, then you could have had the Logan Paul match for the second match of the night. And then you would have then and then of course I mean not the second. The sec- well, yeah, I was right. The second match of the night, and then you would have the what they did right. The only thing they literally got right was the um, the um, the women's Royal Rumble. I mean, you know, Bailey was the was the perfect winner. Uh, Jordan Grace was uh, the shocking was the big surprise of the night. Um, you know, her um making her WWE debut, even though she's a TNA Knockouts champion and had a great performance. Um, you had um, Cargill, um, you know, um, de- debuting in the WWE as well. Yeah, um, that was nice to see. Yeah, I mean, you you had that moment with her and Bianca Belair. So yeah, it was a um, it was a it was a great um, the the women's rumble was really good. You know, yeah, I, I think it was better than the men's. Yeah, definitely, easily, easily better than the men. Naomi returned. You know, so yeah, it was the women's Royal Rumble was 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 way better than the dudes one. Um, you know, um, Jay Cargill literally eliminated Nia Jax by herself. Like that was, you know, insane. Two women to eliminate her. Um, trying to think what else. So yeah, of course Bailey won. Bailey won. Um, 
Yeah, I think Bailey. Yeah, Bailey and Liv Morgan both eliminated her. Um, if I'm serving me right. Um, what else? The Roman Reigns uh, defended successfully defended the title against AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton. Fatal four way match. No surprise there. Logan Paul, uh, you know, he defeats Kevin Owens uh, to retain the the WWE United States Championship when he, you know, used the brass knucks and, uh, you know, knocked out Kevin Owens. And then, uh, if I want to say, was it, um, wasn't that, wait, wasn't that pay-per-view, wasn't that when, uh, Kevin Owens took the took the brass knucks and hit him, and then afterwards the ref saw it, and then he got disqualified. Possibly. Yeah, I think that was that event, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what happened. Like, um, because Kevin Owens was gonna win it, but um, the referee saw it just before he he made the three count. So that's how Logan um retained the title via disqualification. Uh, and then, of course, last but not least, you had the um, Cody Rhodes, uh, you know, defeat CM Punk uh, for the to be the last man standing in the the Royal Rumble. And then afterwards, um, uh, I'm trying to think. SmackDown wasn't it last SmackDown when uh when uh you know the the Rock was it. Was it? Was it? Are you um, talking about the press conference? No, not the press conference. When when Rock, um, which one call it? He um, he was talking to um Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes, you know, gave him the spot. I think that was Smack. That was Smack last week's SmackDown. That that was um the day before the the, the day before the um. I believe so. Yeah, I believe that was on SmackDown. Or well, actually, was that on Raw? Now I'm thinking. I'm trying to okay, remember. Let me do. Let me do the math in my head. Cause we missed the. We must have missed the. We missed the week. No, yeah, wasn't that on Raw? No, wait. Let me let me do the math here. No, no, it wasn't on Raw actually. It, it was, was um, because because Cody What's confronted the. Uh, Cody had that exchange with Seth on Raw. And so that was on. Um, yeah, that was on the last SmackDown. Yeah, not to yesterday's SmackDown, but the um the the week before the, the week before that. Yeah. The day before the day before um Royal Rumble. No, it wasn't the day before Royal Rumble. Yeah, because la the 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 Royal Rumble. The, the wait, let me do the math. The Royal Rumble was on January twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah, that was that was. Two weeks ago. Oh uh, yes, right. Yeah, so yeah, um, right, because it would make no sense for him to, to have yeah, the, the, the issue. He with had the Shane Rock on the first. Yeah, because yeah, because the first. No, 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 you mean the second? Yeah, yeah the Friday. second, right, right. Yeah, because yeah, it would right. make no sense for him to have the issue with the Rock if he didn't win the Royal Rumble yet. Right. Yeah, because I'm like, there's something, there's something wrong, there's something wrong with the the map. The map is a mapping. So yeah, that's that's what happened. We we didn't we didn't have the show last week. 
because of the Royal Rumble, and then he um he um right he 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 lost. Wait, okay, right, okay, yeah, I see now. Because it happened on twenty sixth. No, actually, the Royal Rumble was twenty seventh of January. The Rock returned on the uh, February second, where he gave Cody Rhodes advice to let him be the you know, fight Roman instead. And then afterwards, then, um, say Monday, he, um, Monday is when he, um, I think Monday is when he, uh, when Roman Reigns was, you know, when The Rock, I think, came back again and he changed his mind, Cody Rhodes changed his mind or something like that. And then that led up to the, um, the you know the confrontation on on a Thursday Thursday night and man that was a crazy um ex- exchange you know uh you know the rock officially turned heel and uh you know slapped the taste out of the mouth of Cody Rhodes you know um what was your thoughts on that well i think uh I I think initial plan was for it to be was for it to be Rock versus Rock versus um, Roman Reigns mm-hmm. once CM Punk got injured and couldn't compete in a Rumble. Oh, well, actually, I think the initial plans was for CM Punk to win the Rumble and for CM Punk to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I think that was the original plan, but because CM Punk did, got injured. The next option would was to have Rock against Roman Reigns, and to have Cody win it, and then to have to have Cody face off against Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. But then Seth Rollins got injured, so then it would have it, they they thought okay maybe we could have Seth um, Roman Reigns against Cody. But Rock got in picture, so they, then they changed it to Rock against Roman Reigns. But then the fans didn't like that. Mm-hmm. The fans voiced their opinion, and the fans wanted to see Cody get the shot instead of The Rock. So now they changed it again. Now it looks like it's going to be Cody versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think happened. <laughs> that's my theory. Yeah. I, I I agree with you, except uh, I... I don't think Sam Punk was ever going to get a title shot against Roman Reigns. I think he was always going to get this title shot against Seth Rollins. Because Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, yeah. Seth Rollins when, you know, when he made his debut at the... the uh, oh, yeah, that, that, was, that, that was what uh, it was looking like. Yeah, it was looking like that. Yeah. Yeah, they were setting it up, you know, Seth Rollins was cursing, that CM Punk is back and all this stuff. And, and so, yeah, they definitely was trying to um, create the Seth Rollins versus... Uh, CM Punk match. Once he got hurt, then all this, and then Rock, uh, you know, got in, you know got in control of the the board, the TKO board stuff, and and I guess decided that he's ready to have the match because they were originally going to have the match last year, um, where you know, but uh, Cody Rhodes ended up trying to finish his story uh, last year, and you know he he wasn't able to, uh, so. Now he's trying to finish his story again. Um, 
and the weirdest thing happened. Um, the the fans turn on the Rock again. This is like the Rock's fourth heel turn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the Rock, Rock was the the you know the baby face, um, blue chipper, and the Continental Champion. You know the fans chanting Rocky sucks, Rocky die, die Rocky die. Then he turned, he uh, joined the nation first heel turn. Then the fans love him after he turned heel and became the rock that we all know and love. Then he became a baby face when he left the nation. And then they had the Survivor Series um, event where they were going to finally crown a new champion between him or Mankind, who was, you know, the representative of the corporation at that time. And then at the end of the match, Vince you know, pulled a Montreal screw job for the second year in a row at the Survivor Series and revealed that The Rock is the new corporate champion. So that was The Rock's second heel turn. Then, of course, the fans loved him after that, you know, him feuding with The Rock, I mean, with the, with Stone Cold. Then Rock eventually turned into a baby face again, feuding against the McMahons. Then he, tur- then he started doing the Hollywood movies. He came back for Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar beat him for the title for the first time, for his first title. Fans booed him. He came back the following year, 2023, as the Hollywood. Afterwards, same, Vincent repeat, he he was a heel. The fans loved him as a heel. He turns back to baby face, and then so forth and so forth. Now, fast forward to 2024, fans are saying, die, Rocky, die, like it's 1996. He turns heel, and guess what? After this whole the whole smoke settles and clear from from this storyline, the fans will eventually love him again. So I mean, it's just insane. I just never thought in a million years that the fans would be saying Rocky sucks. I mean, like it's, it's insane. Yeah. Well, you know, right now there's a lot of love for Cody Rhodes. They want him to finish that story, so now he's gonna be able to finish it. And we'll see what happens at WrestleMania now that he gets a shot at Roman Reigns. Uh, I think st- I think you might still see, um, you could possibly see Cody against Rock maybe at WrestleMania. So. You, you could see him fight Rock on night one, and then maybe fight Roman Reigns in night two. To determine who's going to face Roman Reigns for that title. Yeah, you could see that, and you might even see a tag team match at Elimination Chamber with Rock and Roman Reigns against Cody and Seth. Probably because Possibly. Um, because not him rocking rocking Roman Reigns has this this brief alliance with each other as they're trying to force this dream match to happen. And uh, as you saw prior to that, the same same day prior to um, the uh, WrestleMania press conference, the Rock went on a uh, Pat McAfee's show. And basically, coined the, you know, he he showed a little shades of his heel character that he he would manifest later that night. And he called the Cody Rhodes. He said, "There's three, there's three people, you know, in this equation. There's Cody Rhodes, there's the Cody Rhodes fans, and I quote, the Cody Crybabies, which is, you know, what he's calling the Cody Rhodes fans, you know, who who, you know, who." are hell bent on seeing him finish the story. So 
now that he turned heel, I'm guessing I'm guessing he's gonna call all the Cody Rhodes fans cry, Cody Crybabies now. No matter if they're legit Cody Rhodes fans or just the ones who are, you know, the ones sending death threats to his daughter, you know, in real life. So I mean I guess we'll find out. Yeah. And another, you know, wrestling news, congrats to uh, Sting and Darby Allen for Sting winning his first ever title in AEW. And uh, most likely the last title he's going to win in AEW because I think uh, the the last pay-per-view event of his career is going to be, I think, next month. So congrats to him. Uh, he defeated... Um, uh, I think Big Bill and I'm trying to know who's the other person he um he uh defeated on our rampage. Uh let me see. Uh, I'm trying to see right here. Hold on one second. Let's see. Uh, I see. Okay, who the heck, who? Oh yes, here we go. He def- they him and Darby Allen defeated uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the tag team titles. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. What, I can't remember it was Ricky Starks who was the other person that they that they defeated. Okay. But uh, you know, congratulations to um to Sting and Darby Allen. You know, yes, this congrats. Is, you know, most likely the last title he'll he'll win in his uh illustrious career. Uh, I'm trying to think, was there any uh I'm trying to think if there was any major free agent signing that the Mets or the Yankees did uh, this off season recently that we didn't cover. Um, uh, nothing that I've heard of in the past the past few weeks. Yeah, the Yankees. I don't think. I mean, there's still rumors that the Yankees might might sign um, Blake Snell, but at a much cheaper deal. Um, but you know, we you know we'll have to wait for that. Um. On the Mets side, uh, Mets signed the, uh, uh, I think uh, Fujinami or something like that. He he was this um, flame. You probably familiar with him. He he's he was a flame throwing uh, reliever, Japanese pitcher with the Orioles. Uh, but he had like command problems. Uh, Mets, you know, they signed them to a, a deal. Um, they re-signed Adovino. 
Oh, you talking um, about Fuji, Fujinami? Yeah. So, I mean, he's a guy, you know, with huge upside, but, you know, he has command issues. Um, trying to think if there's somebody else. They, um, well, Diaz, you know, he, he finally returned with the team um, warming up. Uh, uh, Billy Epler, the former Mets GM, he's placed on um, the ineligible list for the 2024 season, so he he won't be able to be hired by any team in Major League Baseball until the end of after the World Series. So, and if you remember, he was accused of um, falsifying uh, players being hurt to put on the, the you know the IL. So as a result, you know, the Mets fired him, and uh, you know he suspended for the for this whole year. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, I'm pretty sure we talked about the Harrison Bader signing uh, from a few weeks ago. He was um, oh yeah, you mentioned Pete that. Alonso's college teammate. So and of course he had success with the Yankees, great defensively, and I think he played well in the playoffs a few years ago, if I'm not mistaken. So. You know, hopefully the Mets can get lightning in the bottle with him. But, you know, time will tell. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, he's a good player, good defensive player as well. Um, he should be good for you guys. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll, uh, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, but uh, anything you'd like to say before you know we head out of here? Uh, check out my show iMac. Uh, have a great show tonight planned with the commercial trivia and Super Bay Bowl. So uh, check your local listings for that later tonight, and come back here next week. Check out Sports of Legend only on Block Talk Radio every Saturday nights at eleven. Hi, you're the guy. Come back uh, next week. Check out the uh, Sports of Legend uh, coming up uh, next week where we'll give our review of the Super Bowl and uh, we'll find out who wins between the Chiefs and the um, the 49ers. And, of course, check out uh, IMAC. Uh, you know, he's going to have the special episodes coming up uh, tonight very soon. So, um Again, um, I want to thank you, Mac, for coming on the show. And, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for uh, tuning in to this episode of Sports Urban Legend. This is Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramon. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over the limit by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.